Kanye has the epitome of fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go live now, babe. All right. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, so that was a little preview of what's uh, coming up. But yeah, Kanye is on the epitome of of fucking around and finding out. So guys, we're going to go through a couple of uh, quick topics this Wednesday. I said uh, on social media that I was going to, I sound like an old man, I said on social media that we're going to uh, do something on Wednesday. I'll try to do something tomorrow and on Friday as well because a lot of things have just been hitting really uh, uh, big and we have a lot of stuff uh, to do uh, this week. We're also very old and tired, so we're going to try to get through it really fast. But guys, uh, thank you for joining the rundown on a uh, Wednesday. Uh, we're starting off, uh, you know, making the FCC bleep us out, but it's all good. But joining me is my lovely wife, Joy Fagan. How you doing, baby? I'm on a motherfucking Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the book of faces. Mm-hmm. Getting all the scoop. Well, let's... Scoop it out and uh, talk about it real quick, guys. So if you want to uh, contribute to the, the conversation, if you join us live and you want to say something, uh, because, you know, we like to read your comments and read, we'll read them at the end of the show. But like I said, we're going to go through this really fast and uh, and talk with you. What's going on, Travis? How you guys? How you doing, man? So if you got something to say, say it in the, in the box and we'll talk about it. But let's go right into the first real quick topic as we have a cat that's like playing with the green screen so you might hear something on the side but just ignore that don't pay no attention to that man behind the curtain uh what's the first topic of the week <laughs> babe what, what was the i sent oh i sent it to you you're not ready for it that's what that was what those texts were about what the first you didn't tell me what to read i didn't uh, i didn't i it was my fault i didn't prep her at all i was like hey you want to come sit with me she's like what for you'll find out <laughs> Uh, the first one I got was about uh, the Saw, another Saw sequel, because that's what we need is a, another Saw sequel. Uh, the, I guess that tells you what my feelings are on that. Wow, man. Yeah, <laughs> tell me how you really feel. <laughs> so, guys, uh, yeah, uh, Tobin Bell returns as Jigsaw in another Saw sequel. And as you guys can tell, my wife is... So excited about that, and I, I can't wait uh, to take her to that and uh, and just have her like I don't know. Would you would you fall asleep on a saw movie? Is you is that the saw just not your thing? What's it's wrong like with saw? The most god awful. What do you what? It's the best horrid shows, movies, whatever. I have seen. I think I, I was tortured by watching two of them. But what's the point? The torture no, is torture is, as in like. Just awful to watch. But the brilliant thing about this situation is that uh, Tobin is is back, which is weird because the guy died. Like, like how many times is this guy gonna die? I, mean, if, I guess if you're a fan of Saw, then yeah, good for you. You'll you'll yeah, be gonna, excited to have him have him back. Oh yeah, I'm definitely all that. So let's just real quick just check out what the hell's going on. Here from Variety, let's see. Tobin Bell returns as Jigsaw in the Saw sequel. I don't know how the hell they're going to pull this off. Uh, let's see. Jigsaw returns. Tobin Bell, who plays the uh, maniac killer cl- known as uh, known for orchestrating twisted tests in the Saw movies, is returning for the next installment of the horror series. Uh, James Wan, and, uh, we all love James Wan, and uh, Leo Wanell created the Saw franchise revolving around the mysterious and disturbing uh, John Jigsaw Kramer, who puts his victims through deadly games to test their wills to live. Bell plays the calculated executioner in the first eight movies, but he wasn't involved in the ninth film, 2021 Spiral. 
spoilers, I haven't seen it yet, thanks, uh, which instead focuses on a copycat killer. I already knew that. But, so you haven't seen, you've seen some of the... Uh, the I saw film? like the first one or two and really didn't even want to... Past watching the first one, I was like, this is not horror. This is just, just straight go- up gore. Yeah. It's and like, it's like no horror porn. It's purpose in it whatsoever. It's just awful stuff. It's it's the the best horror porn ever. I'm a nurse. I have seen enough no. blood and guts in my lifetime, especially working in operating rooms. I have no desire to watch people be tortured well, you for got, fun. It's just not entertaining to me. Well, you got some support in the chat uh, box. Uh, let's so. But yeah, but the stuff that you try to show me, the real stuff, that's worse. So because that's real. Anywho. Uh, he goes on to say, what a thrill to be re- reuniting with Toby, said producer Mark Berg and Oren Cowles. His performance as John Kramer is part of the magic that made the franchise a phenomenon, and his character is an active part of the film. I got to agree on that. I'm going to do a thing where I stop I mean, after if, every paragraph. You said he, died, he got killed. Yeah. But I mean, how many times was Freddie Jason and Michael Myers killed, but they were still in every movie? Because... They don't really ever I mean, die. But the, so. di- but the difference being that those were supernatural, uh, are supernatural beings. I mean, Freddy Krueger made a pact with these well, dream a, demons to live forever. He's supernatural too. No, he's just a guy. <laughs> he's just right. a he's just a guy who just knows how to make a whole bunch of videotapes just in case he died. He's like, play this on twenty twenty three. If I'm st- if okay, if I'm well, still necessary or something, I don't know. Probably that's probably what's going to be. And what I'm going to do is after every paragraph is I'm going to pause and uh, just just uh, give a little thoughts on it. But real quick, keep going there. Uh, the 10th Saw movie, which doesn't have an official title, is going into production later this month. It's slated to release in theaters in October 27, 2023. I said I, was, I knew. I, I picked, let me keep going. Franchise veteran uh, Kevin uh, Grutute, uh who directed Saw. Six saw the final chapter, the final chapter, <laughs> and worked on every movie, including Spiral, is directing the next uh, chapter. So I have, to, I still have to see Spiral. I'm, I'm, I still haven't seen that one. That was the one with Chris Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, I believe. Okay, Spiral. It's supposed to be a spinoff. That tells you, like, I, I have no, you no have, clue whatsoever. You have no appreciation. It's Halloween. You have no appreciation. For hey, this. I watch plenty of other things, but yeah, not like real broken bone people breaking their bones that. off skateboards and stuff in real life. And he's like, "Hey, babe, look at this. I think you can see his intestines." Like, what? Uh, Kramer was killed in Saw Three, uh, but he, he's continued to appear in the sequels throughout flashbacks. Though plot details for the latest. Have been kept under wraps. The film's uh, backers, Lion Gates, and Twisted Pictures teased that the return of Bell to the franchise furthers our goal of the film, captures everything Saw fans loved about the franchise while also keeping them guessing with all new uh, traps and new mysteries to solve. They should have a copycat who gets plastic surgery to look exactly like. Like the guy and uh, continue with his legend. That way they can get him to play in future install. A super copycat. It's it's his twin brother. It's a twin brother. Yeah, that would yeah. Now that now that would have came up. <laughs> like if, well, they, if they if they insert a long, twin brother, long lost twin brother. They, yeah, long, know, if they, they didn't know he was there. Yeah, that now then I would boo. I would boo the franchise. But guys, let someone us, dug him up, cloned his DNA, made a baby, 
grew him up fast. Who knows? They they love to come up with weird. That's, that's weird young and the restless uh, type stuff right there. Guys, let us know what you guys think. Let me get in the frame right here. What you guys think about the upcoming Saw movie? We'll talk about it a little bit after the uh, at the end of this one. But let's move on. Babe. What is the next topic of the week of the day? Actually, let's. Um, Kanye. Oh man. Yeah, I think I might have sent those to you out of order. That was supposed to be the first one. Okay. Uh, But yeah, Kanye West back in the news again. I I keep wanting to say it like that. But it it came out earlier that um, Kanye West was uh, kicked off of Adidas. He he dared Adidas. He said, he said, I want. F around and find yeah, out. Yeah, that's what that was the little preview that Joy F was giving you in the beginning of the uh, of the show. About, I dare you. You won't do anything to me. So Kanye West uh, started off the week by telling uh, Adidas that Adidas won't uh, let me go for saying anti-Semitic things. Why you might ask that he thought that this was going to be a thing that he could get away with because Adidas was founded by Germ is a German company founded by people that had ties with the, uh, with Nazis. Uh, that's just a it's just a fact. But what Kanye seemed to uh, forget, which is why critical uh, theory and thinking is very important, is that ever since World War II, Germany has been on a path to re- rewriting and and correct uh, the path that they had, uh, that Hitler put them on. Like there is like in school, there is intense. Anti-Nazisms and uh, acceptance uh, 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 thinking and, and teachings in, in school—they uh, don't play around with that. I feel like it should have been done here in, in, in America, uh, but with, with as far as with slavery, but but here they're doing the opposite. Let's let's pretend like it didn't happen, and then it'll it'll go away. Like everybody knows, that's not how you make something go away. Germany—they do not play around with that. You even. Hint about Nazisms and stuff like they 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 do not play. So him, I would I would suspect that they were going to just be quiet about it and probably not say anything unless they really really forced his hand. But him going on that podcast, daring them, that was that was just the epitome of, of stupidity. Like what you like you said. But what I'm upset about is the fact that people need to tie in everything that Kanye West has done. I mean, why did it take him to, uh, doing that to be, to be the thing that's finally becoming the straw that breaks the camel's back when he did all this anti-black stuff? You already know. I, I've been talking. I've, be, I've been grumbling about it all all month ever since Kanye West has been really hitting the, the media uh, lately. This is the same. No, I, well, I, mean, I watched. Um, I saw a TikTok. I don't do not remember who who it was, mm-hmm. and I actually meant to send it to you. That made a, I wouldn't have saw it anyway. You <laughs> made a po- made a TikTok that was very enlightening, and it didn't have anything necessarily to do with any like black life. It more I guess along women women and men verses, but the simple fact that when also many years ago, Britney went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. They had her committed and said we're we're. We are we we're not having this. You are very clearly not okay, and we're gonna take a hold of your money and take a hold of every move you make and everything you do and all this stuff because you aren't okay. And yes, it went on way too long, and 
and people misused all that or whatever. But Stephen still to this day, people are like, wow, she's a little cuckoo nut. She's all crazy. She's acting all weird. Yet this man can do all of the things that he's doing, and everybody just goes, it's a little odd. Uh, there okay. was some. There was some people on the, okay. in the media was trying to say it's because he's black that he could get away with. Like it's like the like like that joke. Like like a, a black comedian can say the n word all day, but a white one can't, and stuff like that. Like that. Like that's the reason. No, that's not the reason. Nobody. He was in control of his own money. I mean, Britney Spears before she, before she was even mega famous, her dad was completely controlling everything. And the second that she he looked like she was trying to. Uh, break away, he started putting more chains of control over, like a, just like a slave. And like, but Kanye West didn't have no, and nobody was gonna do that to Kanye West. And his his mother, everybody said that his mother was the one that kept him balanced. His mother didn't treat him like that. That was the that was a good thing about Kanye West. Well, he had he had parents, a parent that that treated him with love. But Britney's father was an ass that was just stealing from him and 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 her and 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 taking. Um, all of her, uh, all of her money, but, but no. Go ahead. What are you, what are you about to say? Oh no, I'm just saying it. It somebody. I mean, obviously, and I don't think it really has to do. It doesn't have to do with him being black. It has to do with the fact how, how much money he has. Yeah, cur yeah, currently, but yeah. Someone does need to do something because he is not okay. He'll, he is not okay. He thinks he's okay because that's how that works. I think we lost again. How does this keep happening? Hold on, let me double check. Because all the people in the we had we had we had people in the we had people in the. Let's see if we still are we still alive. I think we are. I think we might be. Go ahead. Keep going. I just I look at it more from a health standpoint, and I'm and I'm just like. Yeah, he yes, he's always been different. He's always had marched to the beat of his own drum, and that's and that and that is fine. But he's at now at a point where it's not just I'm I do things differently. He is not okay. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to to say that to make excuses for him. I'm saying that because some where are where are the people who have his back to say you I know you're going to be mad at me for doing this, but Someone needs to stop you. For a little while, it was Kim, but uh, but that uh, he he made sure to uh, fuck that up. You, it's like, it, but Charlamagne the God says that he thinks that that Kanye is a, on a path to. Uh, he's acting like a person that doesn't expect to be around too long. Because he's not okay. That that's the mental. That is the mental line of someone who who needs who needs help. Mm -hmm. Because when you are in that, when you are in that. You don't see it. Mm -hmm. It means nothing to you. We are, we are, we're lag. We're just lagging a little bit, but it's. And I gotta figure out what's going on. Maybe it's. Maybe I gotta re uh, do something with the with the computer. Maybe it's time for, like you said, <laughs> to get that new uh, gaming uh, computer. So it's 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 now since I'm not running Discord this time, it, it it's got to be the computer. But uh, so the. The main thing I have a problem with Kanye is that, uh, and she's, oh, thanks, Navigator, uh, our online navigator says we're back with no lag. It's, it's, oh, maybe it's Cheeto. Maybe our cat is just like really pissing off the algorithm because every time he's just scurrying around <laughs> behind the green screen, he really, 
uh, messes up the stream. But so sorry about that, guys. So we'll we'll keep an eye on it. And if there's any lag, just let me know in the comment section. Um, Kanye West is that guy who, after Hurricane Katrina got on, uh, made Mike Myers uncomfortable by telling everybody that George Bush doesn't care about black people. I mean, he's the same guy that made Wakanda uh, like video, video, music videos before uh, people uh, before the MCU uh, was it was that was popular. Black Panther was in the uh, the thing. He was the guy who got on primitive social media. I forgot what it was. He was in an interview uh, making fun of saying that, that black people always come up with the cool thing. And then a year later, white people start saying whatever the catchphrase or the dance is and stuff. And like he would say the stuff out, the quiet stuff out loud. I mean, you, a lot of people got offended by it, but he wasn't doing it. But at least it was like on a path of he was being pro-black. But it's and being pro-black isn't being anti-white. And that, that's the difference. Now he's actively acting anti-something. He's being pro-white and, and anti-black. He's being pro-white and anti... And I always stemmed it to the same thing. To me, I, I always stem it back to one, one pivotal thing. After he did his thing with um, that shit with uh, Taylor Swift, and people jumped on him about how he jumped on... He was trying to promote Beyonce, but he insulted... But it was Taylor Swift's first introduction to the MTV world, and it was her first time being a pop star and stuff, and she interrupted that whole, I'm going to let you finish thing, and the whole world jumped against him on it, even his fans, but, but his black community still had his back, it was just Kanye being Kanye, but when Obama said, asked, was asked about it, he was like, oh, he's just being, he's just a, he's acting like a jackass, it's just straight up just said, just, he's ever since, I think that was the moment that he lost his, uh, like, his mind, because you notice that ever since then, when he started acting political, he went straight from the, the guy who would, George Bush doesn't care about black people, to Donald Trump is like my superhero, my, my, like a dad. Like, what, what, all because Obama said you were acting like a jackass of what you did to Taylor Swift? I don't care what anybody says. That's my theory. I've, that's my link to it. Ever since that moment... That's when uh, I'm not saying that's why he's acting the way he's acting, but it's kind of interesting to me that ever since that that day, because he was trying to just like Jay Z and Beyonce were trying to be in rubbing elbows with the Obamas, he was trying to do the same thing, and, and then he got called a jackass, and then all of a sudden Trump is my super is my hero, like, like totally in the face of everything that he was doing when he was fighting for us uh, after the hurricanes hit. It, it's it's just a slap in the face. I wouldn't be surprised if later on, if, I was about to say Donald Trump, uh, Donald Trump Jr. Jr. would uh, would try to say, "Oh, it was all an act. I was uh, what what I was really doing, fam, was I was trying to infiltrate the the, the those groups to show you what they really and how they really treat. Like I was doing it just to 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 infiltrate them." Like, like, no, like, he's gonna, he's gonna try something like that. I, I feel it in my bones that he's going to try to lie and say that he was doing it on purpose or something like that, or it was all an act and all that. But no, you don't, you don't. Uh, but no, that's it's not none of that is true. This is who he, who he really is, or his is, and he can, he can still do the it's the meds thing, and that might be true. But if that's the case, get on your meds, go seek help, and keep your mouth shut. Because after losing your deal with Adidas, and I think we got dropped again, but I'll just keep powering through. Uh, after you lost your deal with Adidas, why the hell did this this uh, fool uh, think that he was gonna go to Skechers to get a deal? This dude went to Skechers. Yeah, and Kanye I mean, West escorted out of Skechers. I just 
you just show up and like I guess he thought well because of who I am anybody will see me for anything you know what you know what I can do fam <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna make I'm gonna make sketches great again like sketches is like what we used to make fun of pro wings sketches you might as well have went to pro wings what do you you got this by sketchers Sketchers was just like, uh, we don't even want to go. Kanye West escorted out of Sketchers one day after Adidas ends there. For one, why would you go anywhere unannounced? I can make you huge. I can make you huge. Kanye West shows up unannounced to Sketchers corporate office on Wednesday in uh, California one day after Adidas terminates his multi-million dollar partnership. Now, let me, let me make this clear, guys. That partnership with Adidas was very lucrative. It was something that Adidas did not want to end. No. Uh, but... Once, once the banks start dropping you, he, he's lost the billionaire status. He's not a billionaire anymore. His billionaire status was tied into all the things that he was connected with and, and, and was in partnership with. The second they dropped him, his billionaire's $1.7 billion status went to $400 million. Uh, You lost a billion dollars in status and persuasion and power in one week. Uh, yeah, Forbes don't mess around. <laughs> Sketchers is not considering it and has no intentions of working with West. We condemn his recent division uh, remarks and do not tolerate anti-Semitism or any of uh, other forms of hate speech. A rep of Sketchers tells Yahoo Entertainment the company would like to again stress that West showed up unannounced and uninvited to Sketchers Corp. Because well, they don't want any of that smoke from people thinking yeah. like, oh, you have oh, some really sort of secret deal? What, what was this about? And like, no, 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 no. We don't know anything. Yeah. We didn't do anything. We don't we know nothing. Anything. We know nothing. Nothing yeah. was going on. Like I said, this is, this is the same guy who used Skechers to... Sketchers is just rolling along, minding their own business with their own little... Yeah, mind your business. Don't be bringing them problems over here. Don't be bringing that uh, that stuff over here. And look, uh, like I said, and it's not because he's exactly he's rubbing elbows with the conservatives. I don't care if he's conservative. I, I, I have a best friend, a, a, a black guy who's older than me, who's who is a, a black Republican and a conservative. It's not about that. I don't care that he's a conservative. But why do I said I've said this years ago when Obama was first running for president? There was a guy at a John McCain rally, a black dude, a cowboy. My father's a rancher. I don't. I don't care about the the image, the the stereotypes, all that stuff that you can try to throw that you can say that's not really being black. What, no, whatever. That's not that's not true. I don't care about you being a black conservative, but when you need to go out of your way to throw yourself, your community under the bus to make other the, the other group feel comfortable, that's what I have a problem with. This guy, I remember a guy who got up on stage was a black cowboy, rancher guy, looking guy, cowboy guy with a. Uh, with a guitar, he got he gets on stage. The first thing he says to the all mostly all white crowd, and, and he says, um, "I'm not a black American. I don't think I don't think I'm a white. I'm a, I'm a, uh, don't look at me just as a black man. I'm a. I'm a he, why did you feel like you had to make the announcement? You got a guitar in your hand. Just get up on stage and sing your song. But he knew he had to make an because the second he got on stage, the people were like, "What the hell is this guy about to say? Well, who is this dude? What's he about to do? He had to make them feel comfortable first before he just sung his damn song." I don't, I don't respect it, and I don't do it, and I don't appreciate it. I don't, I don't, if you have to go out of your way to make this group who is most likely your been, who has been your opposition for all your life, now you want to get their money, you got to first make them feel comfortable by throwing yourself, your dignity, 
under the in your in your community who you first made the the majority of your uh, fame and success from under the bus. That's what I have a problem with. But let me uh, let me get uh, get on uh, with this. I, I've talked about Kanye West uh, for far far too long. Uh, moving on to the last stop. What's the last thing that I uh, had on the agenda? That uh, the DC movies have now um, hired on James Gunn and Peter Safran mm-hmm. to lead their film and television division for DC. Yeah, um, the main topic of the week. Of the day, sorry, I keep saying week because I'm I'm so used to only doing this once once a week, but I'm going to try to get back in the habit of uh, three times a week. Hey, look, the stream is is live and on time now. Now it's, it's really humming. <laughs> um, the main topic of the of today is James Gunn being uh, named the head of DC Film Division, just like Marvel and with Peter Safran, uh, just like. Just like how Kevin Feige is ahead of Marvel Studios, DC has decided to Warner Brothers has decided to give DC its own movie studio instead of just having it being under Warner Brothers uh, movies. They called it the DCEU, but it was still just under Warner Brothers. They didn't have their own separate little space. This is all DC movies here. You know, don't don't mess with these guys. Don't everybody Warner Brothers, y'all do y'all thing here. Leave DC alone. Just like Disney, lets Kevin Feige do do his thing. Not really, but. That's that's kind of how it's uh, set up. So he finally has his own division. The question was, who's going to run it? Who is a Kevin Feige-like person? Well, there is no Kevin Feige-like person. But getting a person like a producer uh, like Peter and then teaming him up with a visionary and a director like James Gunn is the closest you could get without actually getting Kevin Feige itself. You got a you got a person who has a history of knowing how to uh, run a, a studio, and a person who's a visionary, which is exactly what Kevin Feige is. So this is this to James me. James Gunn's done movies for both sides. Yeah, every that's the funny thing you brought that up because that's what people thought. Like, is this the thing that's going to bridge the gap? Is Warner Brothers in DC? I mean, Warner Brothers and uh, Disney gonna finally get together for Marvel versus DC? No, no, <laughs> it's not happening. James Gunn is under is now under, and he is now an executive of a studio for Warner Brothers. He is no longer going to make any further um, movies for um, for Disney and Disney. That's it. He is an exclusive executive for uh, for Warner Brothers. He is going to make uh, all, all of his movies. Now, the only other contra- conflict of interest that I thought that might be in play would be, because somebody brought this up earlier. I mean, he's, he still wants to direct. He's still a director at heart. Mm-hmm. He's Now he's the executive of a studio. What's just stopping him from just giving him his own, giving himself the director uh, roles? Do you think that's a, uh, an issue? I mean... I'm assuming. I mean, I, I really just depends on what did they come. What did they come to him to specifically say? Do they, you know, wh- like what was his um, instructions? Well, they for him to be in charge of the the the, the DC movies in uh, in, in collection with um, the TV shows and animation movie for just the way Marvel is doing it. You you are in charge of our cinematic universe, our our uh, television tie-ins, just the, the same way he's already been doing it. Um, 
when he was given, when he was fired from Marvel and then hired by Warner Brothers, then they said you can pick whatever movie you want, and he chose Suicide Squad. And then the Suicide Squad, even though it did premiere on the theaters and in HBO Max, uh, it didn't do that uh, well, but it was it was better received than the than the original movie. And he convinced him to do a spinoff with Peacemaker, which people thought was a mistake. But it turned out to be one of the best shows, if not the best show that DC's ever done. So those kind that that well, to be would, in charge of those things. You like, would hope that they their thinking is all right. We know what Kevin Feige does for Marvel, and we need our like do that, but do it better. We need that over here <laughs> yeah, as well. Exactly. So what they're doing. we, you know, he's you know you're going to get to obviously help direct different things like as be it, be be behind the scenes to give creative input mm -hmm. but you would assume he would be hiring people exactly that's 100 right two cents in because right. i'm i'm the head right so i get to put in some little things that i want to do some nuggets but it's not i'm not running i'm not i'm not you're gonna get to do what you know yeah 100 that's exactly see with Peter and with James, James is not not dumb. He's not gonna. There's not gonna be a conflict of interest. It's exactly what uh, Joy just said. He's not gonna give himself every uh, director. He could, <laughs> he could, but he's not. He's not gonna do it because he's not gonna have time. Now that he's a, a star, uh, uh, in charge of this studio, uh, he's not gonna have time. He's going to uh, look for directors that fit the project uh, best. That's going to fit in his and Peter's. Uh, vision to of where the DCEU, the direction that they wanted to go moving forward. He's not going to. He's not going to James Gunn everything up. He's not going to. Every <laughs> everything's not going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything is not going to be Suicide Squad with these James Gunnisms. He's going to get. He's going. To, he's going to. He better <laughs> at least. It's going to be the direction that, and, and that's where and that's where Peter uh, uh, comes in to probably balance it out because I kind of would be worried. That the DCU would to be too, because I love James Gunn's crazy vision and stuff. I would not want that for every. I would not want that for Wonder Woman three. I would not want that at all. So, and then on top of that, you think you're gonna tell who's the director of Wonder Woman again? What's her name again? Uh, is it Patty Jenkins? Uh, you're not gonna tell her. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna yeah. tell her to James Gunn it up. No, she gonna tell you go go screw your go. Yeah, go fuck yourself. You ain't, no, this is my franchise. Like, I, it'll fit in the direction that you want the DCU to go, but it's going to be my move. You're not going to tell her that, and you'd be stupid to do it. So, and, and James Gunn is not stupid. Um, just the fact that he he did a movie, he did a successful TV series, and was willing to lend his voice in the Harley Quinn cartoon, playing himself, stuff like that. Like, he knows how to play in the universe and build a universe. Kevin Feige wanted him to be in charge of Marvel's, um, the, the part of the MCU that's all about the, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the space and the, 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 like Guardians of the Galaxy type, you know, uh, stuff moving forward. And so to be in charge of the storylines of all that stuff, not the, the earth grounded stuff, but the, the, the big sp epic space stuff. He wanted that. So James Gunn was being vetted by, even by uh, Kevin Feige to be a, a, a protege or a mini me of him. But so, it's it's a it's a it's a good pick. Uh, in the stunning turn of events, filmmaker James Gunn and producer Peter uh, Safran has been tapped to lead DC Films TV and animation efforts as co-chairs and or co-CEO. And I put it on, on social media. If, if oh, do you need to go? Is it is it at the front door yet? 
It's there, but there. Oh, we can. I mean, there. I can. You can. You can get it so it doesn't get like bugs on it and stuff. We ordered. We ordered. I put it on myself. We ordered food, uh, guys. So uh, it's, it's at the it's the DoorDash is there at the front door. But yeah, so I, I got the camera on me. They won't be able to see you sink away. Joy's abandoning me, guys, because we got food at the front door. Don't worry. Don't don't worry. They can't see you. <laughs> That's just a, a delay. Now let's now put the camera back on that empty chair. Look at me. Left me. You see that? When I when I need her the most. But uh, I put it on social media. Who's the D and who's the C? I was a little joke. Like, I want y'all to put that in the box. Who's the, I mean, you got two people. Uh, you got two people uh, as co-chairs. I mean, but when there's one decision. But what happens when James Gunn and Peter uh, see something uh, totally different? Are they going to flip a coin? Who's going to be the okay, all right? Maybe this time we'll go your way. Maybe this time we'll go your. Who's who's going to be the final say? Who's the D, and who's the C? If you if you get that joke, put a thumbs up in the in the chat. Who's the D, and the, who's the C of, of this between James Gunn? I, I'm I don't know. Maybe it's James. Everybody's gonna because everybody knows James more. They're gonna say it's James. Maybe it's Peter. I mean, his name is Peter. Uh, but anyway, that's a stupid joke. The unprecedented move in which a top director will assume top executive post marks the end of the monthly long search by Warner Brothers Discovery CEO uh, David Zaslav to replace DC Films and uh, Walter Hermada. Everybody was getting nervous about Warner Brothers making all those cuts and stuff. David Zaslav obviously wants DC Films to succeed. And they said that when they saw, and when the critics that said that they saw Batgirl, it was it did not fit with what they what we want to show the people as quality films. Everybody got pissed off about it because we just want to see what a Batgirl movie would look like, and we want. Um, uh, what's his name? George of the Jungle. I forgot his name. What's his name again, babe? George of the Jungle. Um, Brandon Fraser. Yeah, we just want to root for Brandon Fraser. But if the movie sucked, then the movie sucked. We can't, we can't say that David Zaslav was making a huge mistake and messing everything up because he axed our our little pet project that we were cheering, cheering for that we wanted to see. We wanted to support uh, her as Batgirl. We wanted to support Brandon Fraser. But if the movie, if the critics were saying that it sucked, executives like to lie and say every movie that they make is great all the time. But if they even admitted that this is not that good, then it probably wasn't that good. But I don't hear any of that now that with with this big move and and making this decision moving forward, the stuff that we're going to get moving forward after they take over on November the 1st, uh, it shows that they're they're really taking this uh, seriously. You got a visionary like like James Gunn. I don't think James Gunn's going to really let people down. Um, and just to close the show, uh, in recent weeks, I'm sorry, let me switch it up. There we go. We have, we're back. Let me see, full page. Uh, in recent weeks, Gunn and uh, Saffron was spotted on the Warner Brothers lot meeting with Warner Brothers film co chair Michael DeLuca about future projects. And according to the sources, the in, uh, internal overture of Saffron and Gunn came from DeLuca uh, over the summer. Even as the studio was in shaky talks with producers Dan Leno to take the job, Gum will focus on creative side of things, while Saffron will focus on business. That's the dynamic. 
so I'm assuming that that uh, Saffron is the final say. If they ever disagree on something, they're both equal chairs. But if they both disagree, who's the final say? I'm going to say, if, I mean. Says with, everything gets reported up directly to Zaslav. That's okay. That makes sense. If if the if those two disagree, because my question was who's the D and who's the C of DC, uh, then yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Zaslav, the axe of Zaslav is is the is the tiebreaker. I want to go this well left. Uh, Gun wants to go right. Which what do you say, Dave? No, let's go left or let's. That makes sense. It'll, it'll hopefully that won't cause any infighting or any because these guys have been working together for years. They've been friends. They've a lot of movies that they produced. They got a lot of DC movies uh, that that um, Saffron uh, has been a part of uh, and stuff. So he's no uh, and they and they've worked together a long time. So they they've got a good. It wasn't a bad idea to put them together like this because they have a long, good working uh, relationship. They probably they for all we know they're probably best friends. And then um, they better be, because <laughs> with with all this great power comes great responsibility. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a test. In the next two years, the the next couple of projects that are coming up, I'm gonna be excited uh, moving forward on what what uh, what's gonna come out of um, of DC. Now it took them ten years, but now after the head start that Marvel had with starting with their cinematic universe a couple of years before the DCEU was even launched with uh, Man of Steel, 10 years later, for the first time now, it feels like they're going to be on a path with bringing back Henry Cavill with, uh, with, all, with, with the projects that they, they are still pushing to the theaters, Blue Beetle and things like that, uh, with Joker uh, 2 coming out. I now feels like DC is now going to be elevated uh, to the to the uh, the standards that uh, the potential is there for it to be uh, the the standards that Marvel has uh, set for filmmaking for comic book uh, movies. Um, at least, uh, hopefully, hopefully there'll be less. You know, it sucks. It's not like Marvel. Why can't it be? Mar-? <laughs> I don't want it to be like Marvel, but I want it to be. I want it, I want quality, and I want it to be good. Those, those two still fighting. Anyway. Last thing before I let it go. <laughs> Can we now say that this is the end of the whole uh, bring back the Snyderverse? Bring the Snyderverse. This is, the, this is it. This is, the Snyderverse is now, to me, the Snyderverse is now officially dead. This is now the gun Saffronverse now, the DCEU. It is no longer moving forward from this day moving forward, even with Zack Snyder's Actors that he hired from the foundation that Zach, it is always going to be the Snyderverse as a foundation. But moving forward, I don't. I'm not going to call it the Snyderverse anymore. Like, the, like that is not happening. He doesn't want to come back. You, we got James Gunn. The, it's the Gunnerverse now. Like, like let it. I, I feel like I feel like the whole uh, um, fever dream that Zack Snyder could one day come back is. Is a fish. This ends. Maybe Gunn could might may, may be willing to hire uh, Snyder in the future if he's willing to come back for a future project. I wouldn't have a problem with it, but moving forward, no, I'm never going to call it the Snyderverse uh, ever again. That's us. That's just how I see it. No, so let me know what you guys think about this whole thing. With are you excited about the DCU moving forward? Uh, DC Films as a studio, finally that there's direction. Are you? 
Do you think it's a mistake having two heads uh, as the lead? There should just be one. There should only be one. Let us know in the, in the box below uh, moving forward, and maybe we'll talk about it in the upcoming We Got Your Mail. Do we have time for the – was the – I had the chats open for a minute, and I don't know if it glitched out or anything like that when things kind of lagged. But I can do something else. Let's try this. Let me toggle this out. Let me see if I can do this. There we go. I can at least pull up the, uh, let's see if I can pull up some of the chats. Sorry about the delay, guys. Let me do this for you. Oh, there they go. <laughs> there we see. Mostly just Nixon yelling at me, talking about there's a lag. Uh, mix blame, uh, blame me. Yeah, I was blaming it on the cat. Uh, I'm with you, Joy, on that. I'm not a fan of the franchise. Well, the first one was okay. Talking about um, Saw. Saw. Did you did you even was the first one even okay for you? Um, they're really behind the props. It's yeah. messing up. And I am gonna blame the damn cats, uh, Nick. They're right there. They're messing everything up. You see all this stuff moving. Not my house isn't haunted. There's damn cats everywhere. We have two of them, and they're and they're trying to. Um, they're just figuring stuff out. It, um, I, I, I just didn't like it because for me, it's not... <laughs> for me! It, nothing to me on it is scary. It's not a horror scare. scare. It's just, this is gross. It's a thrill this ride. Is, this is gross. Uh, agreed. It was mainly gore, and that's not entertaining for me. Uh, you guys are lagging, but okay, I agree with you, Joy. I want to, oh, big, oh, wow. Uh, Nixon, I hired you to be... Uh, my uh, wingman, uh, you. Uh, I agree with you, Joy. Uh, where are the people who uh, have his uh, his back for Kanye? Talk, for Kanye, uh, it's back. Uh, lag, you were good. Gonna see Yeezys on Ross for twenty dollars. Uh, the bottom graphic needs the bottom graphic reads. Yeah, it, you had. Oh yeah, I forgot to. Yeah, my bad. Uh, Joe was called on a more important mission, and Brendan Frey. I, I'm a kitten mom myself. I totally understand. Well, if this one doesn't stop acting up, you can. You're gonna have to. Uh, you they, can. They may have to be put up when we record. Yeah, whenever we record, we're gonna we're gonna put them up. I thought she was about to say put them to sleep. I'm like, no, wait, don't, wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, that's the show. Appreciate you guys for uh, for bearing with us on on a Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow to do uh, another rundown, uh, some topics, and just those. Uh, let me know again. Let me know what you guys think at all time. If you want to uh, share your uh, any questions, any comments, any concerns, uh, you can always uh, go to us on social media. Let me see if I can find. I made I made this damn uh, graphic. I, I should be able to to put it up. Nope, damn it, I cannot uh, find it. I'm always creating something and I don't know where I save it. <laughs> so uh, I can never find shit. So, well, all right. So, look, find us on social media at T3 Media. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Send us some topics there. You can, uh, you can always follow us on our podcast if you don't have time to watch the live stream. Um, I'm going to go watch Andor later on tonight, I guess, after you fall asleep. <laughs> I'll watch that. And there's a new Star Wars uh uh, animated series that I think it's like a limited thing. I'm gonna watch the Tales of the Jedi. I'm gonna watch that too. I'm excited about that. Oh, before we go, we started watching. Um, we started watching something else. Yeah, Interview with the Vampire. You want to talk about that real quick before we uh, before we check out? 
What did you think about that first episode of um, Interview with the Vampire? Let me see if I can get that graphic up here. I, I liked it so far. I mean, we only watched one episode. You only watched the first episode. It was yeah. a nice, like it, like a nice take on the not being just a copycat of the movie. Yeah, like they switched some things up and did it a little different. Yeah, uh, and they got uh, uh, old boy here playing Louie. Um, I'm a, just like we used to say. I'm gonna call him Pretty Rick. Pretty Ricky, what we call him? <laughs> I can play Louis. I feel like it was perfect because I was. I was. Uh, I said that when we were watching the show that the guy that they got playing the vampire Lestat, he looks like Brad Pitt mm-hmm. from the from the movie, but he's playing the Tom Cruise mm-hmm. character. And with the whole thing about about how oh, they're always uh, mixing and trading the uh, races and stuff like that. Well, it. This one, it kind of makes sense because if I remember correctly, like, was, uh, was the interview of a vampire with Brad Pitt? What did that take place in France? I, it might, it might have. Louisiana. But but here it makes sense because the French purchase and stuff with Louisiana and stuff. It made sense that they would do it in Louisiana because you got the nightlife uh, living, you got Creole uh, people with the French speaking uh, uh, people there. Um, the, the the night scene, it 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 fit and made a lot of sense. If you were gonna uh, set. Uh, interview with a vampire in America. The only two places that really would have made sense would be either the the place that we always go, New York, or Louisiana. It fit perfectly. Well, and they did this one diff- a little different. It's not like um, our current movie where where like um, the hot D. We have black characters, but. And where people are like, well, those didn't exist, or you know, they're trying. Yeah, to black people off. existed in America. <laughs> they were. This is more like, yeah, we changed the color of one of them, but we did give them current issues. His this, his line, his family are all very light skinned Yeah, because so it, they, they have, have a white some, they have a white ancestor. So they have some white passing, but yet. They won't hesitate to throw out the N word at, at them. Oh yeah, it's, oh yeah. This is the what the nineteen twenties, I believe, yes. or nineteen nineteen something like that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's and I and I saw a clip of an up. Maybe it's the second episode. Maybe it's the third. I don't know. It ha- we haven't seen it yet. And I was kind of looking forward on the first episode, but it hadn't happened yet. Um, where what you were talking about, I think, comes into play. And I heard that the fifth, fourth, or fifth episode, something really huge is about to happen. So it's it's. It typically when we when we enjoy a show together, there's there's typically it's typically comedy, but when it's not that genre, it has to be something special for um, for me enjoy to sit back and and watch it. But Interview with a Vampire, I would say maybe it's one of those shows. Do you think you'll keep? Uh, I'm gonna keep watching it. What about you? You gonna keep watching yeah, it with I me? I mean, if it hopefully it keeps going the same. The same this first one was yeah. very interesting and yeah. A good watch, you know. You weren't like uh, seeing old boy from uh, Game of Thrones playing, uh, and the way he delivered the the accent and stuff, I was like, okay, maybe he's an. Uh, I, I didn't because I didn't look him up on Game of Thrones, but he. I thought maybe he was an American actor. No, the, of course, another British actor. Well, and I have to. I'm always the one who's like, I was like, the the one who's playing the mom. I'm like. Oh man, the what uh, old girl from Commando. It's obviously like, oh, she recognized her. her uh, look, what was her name again? Raydon Chong. Man, was one of the was one of the it girls, and 
Holly Berry, I think, talked about this a lot. Like back in the eighties and the nineties, there were like only five black women that Hollywood would only cast when they when they cast when they wanted to hire a black woman or if the if the role called for a black woman. I, I'm sure she was one of the, the ones she on that was, list. She was, and it and it, but it also she was goes with to what a lot of black women have other issues with is mm. that. Because she was multi, because she, she was biracial, mixed. yeah, and so she's and that was a stand, that was so a standard for for white people. That was a yeah. standard of beauty. If you're gonna be black, at least be mixed. Or something. <laughs> well, it was it was a joke about that on uh, oh Bill Bellamy's movie How to Be a Player. He said, like, "I know light skinned brothers ain't in right now, but we coming back." And he was like, "But when were y'all ever in style?" Oh, you remember 84, 85, 86, 87, 88. So uh, I so but you know it, it it is what it is but I, but this boy playing uh, Louis from Game of Thrones I forgot his name over but that's the he, he, he Grey Worm from Game of Thrones yep that was him <laughs> man I I I thought maybe this dude was a one trick pony like he can only play uh, roles with not with not without that much uh, range or anything like that because Grey Worm didn't have that much. You know emotions and stuff, but, but when he did get emotional, it was he did a great a great job. But his character as the vampire Lestat, I won't spoil it if you haven't seen it. All I'm gonna say is when he gave that confession in the confessional, some of the best acting I've ever seen on TV. It's like it's like if I don't see him in consideration for some type of award from that scene alone. I'm gonna be shocked well, because that scene blew me away. Had to it, make sure that uh, tits and dragons didn't get all the. the yeah, tits, there was some all the yeah. tits and, and and the sex. We had to really, we had to really pull out all the stops. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> really put some shock value into some, that. Yeah, dicks and dragons in this one. <laughs> some hot talk about high D. Uh, and this one, oh, stuff they said. Oh, hey, that's I, where we're going. All right. I'm like, why am I looking at this naked man for so long? I haven't blinked in three minutes. <laughs> this pretty Ricky is what we call him. But yeah, so that go check it out. We loved it. It was it was a good first episode. Hopefully, it continues to be uh, this great because I'm lo- I'm looking forward to seeing um, uh, the character that they picked for. Oh, what's her name? Play Mary Jane in Spider Man movies. What's her name uh, from Bring It On? Mm. Uh, the character Kirsten that she, Kristen Dutz, or the character that they chose, I, I, if I remember correctly, I saw an image of it. I think it's a little, a uh, little black girl. So I can't wait till they get to that part of the story. It's very, very interesting. It's a very uh, a good take and modern take on the uh, interview of the vampire uh, series. So uh, we recommend it. go check it out. We're having fun with it. So that's it, guys. Appreciate it uh, for you joining us for another uh, hour here on the rundown. We're gonna go uh, eat. And we'll be back uh, tomorrow. Hopefully, I can figure out what the hell's going on with this uh, these lag issues. Uh, so if you want to help con- uh, contribute to us getting a gaming PC, just you know re- reach out to me. We're going to be looking for sponsors pretty soon uh, as well. So uh, if you want to uh, do that, go go right ahead. Go, you know what the uh, what the cash app is at T Three Media uh, with the S at the end. I'm Chris Fagan. You can reach out to me at Chris W Fagan on all social media or at T Three Media's as well. Uh, don't forget to also uh, reach out to our, our Nixon, our navigator uh, on social media as well. Whenever. Uh, uh, so if you want to send us topics or if you have any topics you want to su- uh, suggest as well, she's always monitoring the ch- uh, those in the, in the chats uh, as well. And joining me today was, I don't have your lower third, but that's okay, babe. I apologize for that. Uh, my, my wife, Joy Fagan, if people want to find you online, where can they do that? 
Uh, probably the easiest is TikTok, and it's just joy. And my other links are in the bio of my TikTok because it's really confusing to see. My scrub hat store and my Instagram because they're both a little different. Almost the same, but not the same. It's, it's almost the same, but not the same. I understand. Our, uh, our in-studio navigator uh, here, that's Joy, all right? So her, her job is to keep me on, on track, just like in life. She keeps me on, on path and, and uh, make sure that I'm not... You know, staring too deep in the uh, in the pretty Ricky's eyes when we watched an interview with the vampire. It was crazy. I don't know what's going on. Uh, but guys, appreciate it. And we'll see you again tomorrow. So if you have any suggestions for any topics, uh, shoot them to us. And uh, we'll see you uh, then. Until, until then, have a good one.